0: Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, ball. Oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Tennessee. Tennessee wins. That is by Tennessee. You want Janic? Jennings makes the game. Yeah. It's you oh! We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. Oh, you found a way, okay? All right, now, what I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the balls. You got yeah. Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It <coughs> is Wednesday, July 15th. Good news on the uh, maybe the amateur well I guess college football is amateur but the uh, the high school level of football potentially today. Yeah. And I mean I know a lot of people aren't excited about the news because um, I mean people just feel differently about it. That's that's fine. <clears throat> it's fair to have your opinion, but the only thing I can tell you is it probably fares well for high school football. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that, that. That's the only like kind of good news I have I, for you. I mean I think high schoolers. Probably didn't really want to go back, but no. they're going to go back in some capacity. Right, right. So, I think they would rather be at school with their friends yes. Yeah. In, in some ways than um, at home in front of a computer. No, I 100% agree. Um, sorry <laughs> if uh, we're up. I'm, I'm getting, we're having some technical difficulties trying to get us up on Twitter right now. Um, so, sorry about that. Um, give me a second. Um, But, yeah, we're on Facebook and YouTube. We appreciate you guys hopping into the show. If you have any questions, drop them in the chat. I'm hopping onto YouTube right now and and trying to get to Twitter. Landon's got Facebook. Um, Just ask us any questions. If we don't answer them immediately, don't worry because we will get to them. Um, So just just bear with us, stay with us, and we will answer the questions. We have a great show for you guys. Um, I'm pumped to get it underway. We're talking about some NCAA eligibility. I know it's been a question this week because I know Georgia fans, and there's probably some listening to this right now, um, Jt Daniels is eligible, which I have to ask a question: What are you gonna do with your Hosman winning quarterback? <laughs> they just got another one, I guess. Two co-Hosmans. There you what, go. That's, that's what's gonna they're happen. They're gonna. They're gonna. First s- ever. Hey, Kirby Smart. If If Kirby Smart knows how to do <laughs> anything, it's how to manage two quarterbacks. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, so we're going to talk about some immediate eligibility, especially as it pertains to um, a specific vault. I think that's really it. That's really the only question of eligibility, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty okay. much. Just wanted to be sure. that We've got the South Carolina preview, continuing our opponent preview, a little bit deeper of a dive in before the season starts. Uh, just to talk about some of the, the people Tennessee will play and maybe how they'll start and finish the season, if it starts at all, which I think it will. Should. Uh, yeah. Maybe not Maybe not on time, but I, th- yeah. I think it will. Yeah. Uh, then we've got... Um, I'm going to talk about some of the awards, especially Henry Toa and Eric Gray was named to yeah, uh, to an Eric award Gray watch list yep. uh, this week or today, excuse me. So we'll, we'll talk about those guys and those Tennessee players who are being, I guess, put on uh put put on some watch list, yeah. having some expectations put on some sophomore Hey, it, you know, part of the expectation thing is it uh you know puts some maybe puts <clears> some, some <throat> pressure on you, but hey, you got to be good enough to put on be put on the watch list first, so. Yeah, and for those those two to be freshmen last year, that, that that's got to be a good sign of the talent that Jeremy Pruitt's bringing in. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, we're gonna talk about some team news. Uh, unfortunately, Tennessee found they did have some basketball players test positive two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it is uh, after the July fourth um, holiday. It has hit the football team. Don't know the the numbers aren't clear on that. We'll talk all about that though. This show <laughs> again. Uh, some, some questions from you all Ask away, we'll catch them in the chat Again, if we don't answer them immediately Don't worry, stay with us, we will get to them We always do, I promise Guys, we've got a great show, I'm pumped Before we jump all the way into it Oh, and of course our segments, can't forget our segments Yeah. Uh, before we jump into it though, Lana's going to tell you all about The people that make this show possible Yeah, so go check out our good sponsors Hound Dogs and Tennessee Tap House Go get you some balls gear Go get you some brews, some food just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. That's all you can do right wear now. Wear a mask. Just, yeah. Wear, wear a mask and just try to enjoy life as much as possible. There okay, you go. Did you see the video of the guy today in a, I don't even think it was in the state of Tennessee, uh, in a, some kind of shopping center? Was, did not wear a mask, gets yelled at. The employee was probably not doing handling it correctly. <laughs> and uh, she eventually like, grabs his buggy. He's like, don't and touch me. Just eff, eff, eff. Don't and touch me. And he finally pulls a mask out, which I'm like, you're carrying a mask with you. Puts it on. It's under his nose. Nice. As soon as she walks away, he pulls it under his chin. And then he walks like five steps and just takes it off. And I'm like, dude, you're just being a dick at that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just wear a mask. Yeah, and then it, eventually it, she finds him in the store later and kicks him out. Yeah. Is it worth it? <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> like, like, really, is it worth the hassle of somebody just yelling at you? Uh, it's not. And I love the guy that's like, I don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, I mean, you are shopping in their store. You don't have to shop in their st- – you're right. You don't You don't have to wear a mask. But you don't have to shop in their store either. So. Right. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, let's, let's just be courteous a little bit. Let, yeah, let's put a, our – A little courteous. Ourself our to the side just, just a tad. We've already got a question um, from Bama buddy. He said, do you think we, have a, we will have a football season? I think there will be a football season. I don't know if it will happen starting September 1st. Yeah, probably not. That, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I just think, and, and we talked about uh, probably last week, that high school football can't be moved in the spring. Logistically, it just does not make sense. Mm-hmm. College football can. There are some logistics to work out. There are going to be some issues to run into, but it you can move college football. I'll say this. I, I think we play some sort of football in the fall. I don't know if they'll finish the season, but I, I think they Finger. will at least try to have some sort of, Normal, I guess that wouldn't even be normal. It's it's not gonna be normal, but make it as much normal as possible. Yeah, I agree. I think I think you'll see something. Hopefully, you see something. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna plan like we are. Uh, let's jump into some NCAA eligibility questions because this is uh, the Tennessee fans have been curious. Uh, Austin uh, Austin Price and uh, Brent Hubs provided a little bit more clarity, um, along with I think Jimmy Homs mentioned it as well. Uh, cuz JT Daniels was granted immediate eligibility for the upcoming season after um he filled out his every transfer to Georgia um filed for a, a waiver and first off he's a quarterback i could have told you that was going to happen oh yeah zero doubt <clears> mind that was going to happen and, and uh, one of the uh, highly regarded quarterback too yeah so it, it was going to happen doesn't surprise me at all uh, as far as K Mays goes um apparently they waited to file until apparently 2 weeks ago is that what it was mhm um, there were some, you know, people thought they probably waited till the spring to file. Now it's, it seems that they waited longer. I don't have an answer. A lot of people are jumping to conclusions that they waited too long. I'm not going to say they did or didn't. I don't know. Uh, Aubrey Solomon got eligibility and that was a big question last year. I think it was thought of for a while that he wasn't going to get eligibility. Yeah. My, my thought with this whole thing is like, what what are we waiting for? See, <clears> I, again, I can't speak to it. Cause I just don't know. Yeah. If right. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't know the entire process, but I just the fact that a guy from Georgia comes in within a month. Yeah. It's not, or it's, it's been a month and like a couple days. I, I've got to, and I realize I'm kind of siding with the university, but I mean, I feel like you kind of have to assume they're doing the right thing. I Has, has there been, especially since Phil fulmer has been here since Jeremy Pruitt's been here. And then in the last five years, has there been an issue with the compliance office as far as getting athletes eligible can you recall? I don't think so. Not that, not one that I was like, oh, he should have been eligible, but wasn't. So I, Yeah, and a lot of people are jumping to conclusions. And again, I do understand. I don't know why they're waiting. I don't have an answer. Um, but my best guess is I'll put it out there, and I realize it's coming from a standpoint of defending the university. Uh, I, I do get that. But I also would like to point out that I just don't think there's any reason to believe the compliance office is lazy or stupid at this point. No. Um, so probably waiting to put together the best case for Cade Mays. There is a pending lawsuit with the family in Georgia. I got to imagine that is going to play into the eligibility They want to get all the the facts together, and and I get that. I just don't see how... I I just don't see how it takes six months to do that. I I really don't. Again, I I don't. I don't know, but was there a hearing in May for the lawsuit? I, I think there... And if they came out and said this, I, I think it would make sense if they said that they were waiting for the NCAA to say they're doing the one-time transfer, and In May. and it got Maybe. tabled to January. That's that's understandable, but for Maybe. for a guy to move all the way across the country and get it within you know less than two months, right? And it's been six months since Caden May's announced that he was transferring. Right. I just think that's, I don't know. No, I mean I think there's definitely questions. There are, there are questions to ask there. Yeah. And I I am gonna. I mean I'm curious what those are. Um, but I I can't imagine they've been like sitting on their butts for six months. I, I've got to imagine they were building a case, yeah, and, and ready to file. And I, I think Tom Mars, he's no longer that, representing, right? You know? yeah. But but I think he said that you know it, it's going to be fine, yeah. And and I, I do think Cade Mays will be eligible. I, I just think it as a player, especially with Aubrey Solomon, you look at him. It wasn't until like a week before the season before he heard anything, right? But was that on Tennessee's? Was that at Tennessee's fault or NCAA's? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know that either. I'm, I'm just saying it's a huge weight off a kid's shoulders to know he's actually at, yeah. like a hundred percent eligible. Cade Mays, I he probably thinks that he's going to be able to play, but like, there's not a hundred percent. No, no doubt that he's playing. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, so I, I just think it's a huge weight to for a kid to get off. So I don't know.
1: No, I, I just think there's, that,
0: there's definitely questions to be asked. There, yeah. there are um but but, but, but is I, it a, the quarterback thing just because he's a quarterback he gets that's that's the dumbest thing i mean you have to look at if you look back at last year and oh you yeah look at the quarterbacks i got eligible versus peop, a guy who transferred home because his mom was in cancer treatment he didn't get eligible mm-hmm. um and he was a fullback i think tied in, tied in. yeah i mean it, it's very obvious what who, who the priorities are that's right as NCAA and, and goes. the NCAA at the ncaA like if you don't think that you you're showing like it is yeah and the, I think the biggest I think the biggest question about the Cade May's thing um, right now is if he is I, I have to assume they think they have a good case. Why did they wait this long? If you know you can't wait this long if that's because if you if you don't if you don't win it the first time you don't have much time to appeal. Yeah. So I've got to think they have a really good case put together. They did their their homework, due diligence. Maybe they had to, maybe they wanted to wait on some of the lawsuit stuff to. Um, to figure that out to, to help the case. I don't don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but again, I just, a lot of people are jumping to conclusions that Tennessee's compliance office is in the wrong. They haven't, I can't. And maybe anybody, if anybody's in the chat, if anything in the last five years, anything since Pruitt's been here, that there's been a question of eligibility issues or, uh, where the compliance office just hasn't seemed competent. And maybe there are, and I'm just, I'm blanking on them. I I don't have a great memory when it comes to, um, kind of things that, that aren't out in the forefront. So, Mm -hmm. You help me if I'm forgetting. I just, I don't have a big reason right now to be questioning the, to question the compliance yeah. office. Yeah, it, it it just looked like when it first happened, you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, I, but, I've, but I've then, then it, you know, Austin Price said that they didn't file until, you know, just recently. Right. And you're like, okay, well, what, what are we waiting on? Yeah, I mean, but, it, it should be in question. I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't ask the compliance office yeah, questions. Right, but yeah. it. uh I think right now it's just kind of a, let's wait and see what happens. But what happens with Georgia? Like, it, what if Jamie Newman? Is Jamie Newman, if he leaves, is he going to become eligible before Cade Mays is? Probably. I mean, he's not going to – do you think he – is there a chance he leaves before fall camp? I don't know. Or, or does JD, J.D. Daniel, does he leave? There's no way. There's no way. That would be wild. <laughs> But, like, I I do think there's going to be some sort of – something's going to happen. Yeah, I mean uh, – Somebody's going to get pissed off because they're not playing. And – Yeah. I I, I think think, in in Georgia's perfect scenario that JT Daniels sits this year and Jamie Newman goes to the NFL after this year and JT Daniels takes over. I mean, I'm not saying they only left because of playing time because I don't know their backgrounds. But Jamie Newman's Purdue, right? Wake Forest? Wake Forest, yes. They didn't have a coaching change, did they? Mm-hmm. And then um, USC didn't have a head coaching change. Mm-mm. So, I mean, I don't know. And they both weren't starting when they transferred. Yeah. So, I'm not saying playing time is the only issue, but that's obviously an issue. And I don't know their backgrounds. I can't say it. But, so, yeah, I'm with you. I think you you probably see one of them transfer. There's a possibility you see one of them transfer. Yeah. And both, of, I don't know, how many, does Jamie Newman only have one year, see a graduate transfer? I feel like he's older. I, th- I think he... I don't know. I don't. He. I don't think he was draft eligible this year. Let me just look it up real quick. But maybe he did leave early. I. I don't know. Like maybe he graduated is. early. But this is just his like junior season. Yeah. Like he, I, I think he has another year. Also. Gotcha. Okay. So then I was about to say I feel like if if that's the case, um, then you know he probably wouldn't leave. If JT Daniels got the starting position. But if it was the other way around, then yeah, I'd say it's possible. But I don't know. Yeah. Definitely going to be interesting. I, I just love like I saw Kentucky and they're just like we have the same problem. I was like, no, you don't. I was like, that's With not all their like random transfers. In. <laughs> yeah, Joey Gatewood and who's a dude from Tem- Temple? No, that's he's from Auburn. And- There's a dude from like Temple or Troy, right? That was supposed to be good last year and he got injured. Oh yeah, that I mean that guy too. They're like, yeah, we have so many options <laughs> at quarterback. I'm like, bad options, not great. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> like uh, what I have for dinner. Uh, Canned, can of beans and broccoli? Like, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Those are good options to have. Right. I'm just like, no, you don't have the same. You have a problem. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> but I, I do It's not a do good it, problem. Like I do it disagree you have a problem. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, Jamie Newman was at. He redshirted at Wake Forest. His, so, he'll be in a redshirt junior. So, yeah, he would have been. So, he played in 17, 18, 19. So he's a redshirt senior, no redshirt junior. Yeah. Okay. Redshirt junior. So he has two years of eligibility. He was probably a graduate transfer. Yeah. That was probably why he was immediate eligible immediately. So no, no, no. This is his final year of eligibility. Okay. So he stays, I guess, if JT Daniels starts. There's no way, right? Because it's not. I mean, he, it would have to happen before fall camp, and I can't imagine he doesn't at least try to beat him out. I can't imagine. Yeah. I don't. I don't mean, know. maybe uh, that's. I don't know. Like how. I know JT Daniels is coming back from injury. Um, ACL, I don't know, that's, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's gonna be interesting. I don't know, but uh, I think with Cade Mays, I, I don't think you can put together a better case. You, you mentioned the lawsuit. Yeah. So his dad's not even allowed on campus, right? And then he moves home. Not just like closer to home, he literally moves home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think I, I don't see how you can put. The, and his brothers here. How yeah. can you put together a better case than that? You can, yeah. And I've got to imagine there's some stuff in the lawsuit too that probably helps the case, not hurts it. Um, and the SEC rule got lifted too, like last year, I guess. So, or you can transfer within the conference. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've got to imagine it helps out. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yep. Hopefully soon. God, how does Georgia get so lucky? Like, did those quarterbacks not do any research about like how they treated Justin Fields and? Jacob Eason. I'm I mean, like in the back of one of the quarterbacks. What's like, the, yeah, what, what if JT Daniels was like, yeah, Jamie Newman's better than me, but I'm gonna play because they started Jake Fromm over Justin Fields. What's the coach? I mean, what's Kirby gonna say in that? He's gonna tell you, and what every coach should tell you in that scenario: we, we play the best guy. If, you, if you're the be- if you believe you're the best guy, we'll play you. Yeah, it's, it's that easy. And he can sell you on it because in their head and maybe they did. I mean, it's not I mean, Justin Fields is probably your only exception, but he was a freshman and I mean, I can understand where they're coming from. I mean, yeah, looking back, you're like I'd rather have Justin Fields on roster <laughs> yeah. than Jake Fromm. But I mean, at the time, I can certainly understand the point. Um yeah, I I don't think it's a difficult selling point for a coach. Yep. i don't think so. I don't know, it's just weird. I like like the options that JT Daniels and even Jamie Newman had like to go be the guy now. It's weird. Now it's like I mean Jamie Newman probably is, Georgia was probably his best fit
1: oh yeah I mean he could probably... At, at
0: that point but now he's like oh, oh right. yeah now that he's probably can't play I mean yeah right he's a Hosman candidate what are we talking about yeah no doubt probably a favorite too <laughs> that's pretty impressive for Georgia to have two Hosman candidates on their roster it's pretty impressive at the same position yeah <laughs> that's what I get yeah that's what she said uh let's go to South Carolina. Old, yeah. uh, old Will Champ. Is this this is the year, man? This is the year Champ. See, uh, that see a little warm. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I I don't have faith. South Carolina would ever do the right thing, so I'm gonna go with there. <laughs> see, I, I think the only thing that saved them last year was they beat Georgia. I mean, I had to. They went four and eight. <laughs> That's <laughs> bad. I mean, it it does suck that they had, they had a tough schedule. Yeah, um, but but yeah, you shouldn't went four and eight. You shouldn't have lost. They also lost to. Tennessee, <laughs> yeah, they lost to Missouri by twenty. Yeah, they lost Texas A&M thirty to six, and then Clemson beat thirty eight to three. Who were their wins? Three Georgia, cupcakes? oh Georgia, they beat Georgia. Charleston Southern, yeah, seventy two to ten. They beat Kentucky twenty four to seven and <sighs> Vanderbilt twenty four to seven. Ouch. Yep. Ouch. I mean that <laughs> we feel your pain. That was. 2007. So they're 2007. probably going to improve by <clears throat> potentially four wins this year, and finish the same spot in the SEC. Um, let's let's see. Um, yeah, I need to jump on their schedule just. Yeah, Coastal Carolina, Eastern East Carolina. Um, but dude, they lost to App State, so East Carolina I wouldn't say is just like a. Mm, I'd still put App State above them though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They played Wofford. Um, they should beat Wofford. Wofford's a team that like they're one of the best. Um, I think they're they're FCS, right? I mean, they should be. Who Wofford? Yeah, I think. They yeah, are. they're FCS. They're in the same conference as yeah, uh, UTC and, and Citadel, and Furman, and yeah. yeah, all them. Yeah, they're they're one of the best Southern Conference FCS teams. That's I think they finished like third or fourth in their own conference last year. I think UTC Furman definitely finished above them. Furman lost to them. Oh, they lost to him. I thought yeah. I thought Furman finished second last year when we were previewing them. Um, now you're making me second-guessing. <laughs> I thought they did. I thought they finished second behind. Uh, maybe it was Wofford. They finished behind. Who did I think they finished behind? So they they beat Furman twenty-four to seven. Okay. Uh, they lost in the first round to Kennesaw State in the playoffs. I'm, I'm talking about in the Southern Conference though. So they were seven and one in the SoCon. Okay, so I guess they finished first and Furman finished second. Then yep. is what it was. Um, but South Carolina looking at their schedule, so I'll just roll it off real quick. They play Coastal first, uh, then East Carolina. They travel No, the Missouri comes to them, so Columbia. Woohoo. Uh, South Carolina then travels to Kentucky and then they travel to Florida. I think they could easily be 4 and 1. 3 and 2 is probably your 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 floor coming into Tennessee. Yeah. That's a pretty easy schedule leading up to Tennessee. Yeah, then they got a freaking gauntlet. Yeah, and then after that, you may not win any more games. Well, you play Vanderbilt and Walford. That's the good news. Yeah. Then you get LSU. That's a tough opponent to rotate to. Georgia, LSU, Walford, Clemson. The thing is with South Carolina, like you make it through the the tough conference schedule, and then you have Clemson waiting on you at the end. (laughs) Yeah, apparently they're like, because, you know, I think, ACC and SEC both have been leaning about no non non conference. They've been talking about it clearly. The I know the Carolina schools, South Carolina, North or um, South Carolina and Clemson were talking about how they. And I think Georgia Tech and Georgia were talking about how they want to play each other. Like that, that's yep. a rivalry they want to play. If I'm South Carolina, I'm like, ah, oh, we'll sit this year out. We're yeah, good. We're good. <laughs> I mean, you know, for the pandemic, yeah, we're, we're looking out for our kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh I mean, like you said, it's it's not a necessarily like
1: you know, SEC, super easy ACC, schedule.
0: Can't yeah. do it. Can't do right. it. But this South Carolina schedule it's not like it's easy. I mean they play that you know, with the East getting a little bit better this year should be a little bit stronger. And then you they're non rotatings A and M, so they're always gonna be a tough opponent. Mm-hmm. And then they get LSU this year. Which I'd rather have LSU this year than last year, but yeah. it's not not easy. No. It's not a Mississippi State or old miss. Or we get Bama, just like oh, we have LSU this year. We have Bama every year, so sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying their schedule is tougher than Tennessee's by any means. Right. It's probably honestly, it's probably very similar. They probably maybe get the nod because they. Well, no, we have Oklahoma this year. I was yep. about to say they probably get the nod because of Clemson. Yeah, not but not this year. Not this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a it's a pretty difficult schedule. You, you're, it's not difficult really before the Tennessee game, but you are gonna find out a lot about them which is good. They'll know a lot about Tennessee, too, but it's not a Florida where they you don't really see them against many people right. um, before the game. You'll see them play three SEC games. Uh, you mentioned East Carolina's not necessarily the easiest opponent. So you see that's him where face Chase a, Hayden went. Yeah. So you see him face a tough, uh, I think East Carolina's FBS. Um, yeah, they are. So you see him face a tough FBS opponent, probably better than Georgia State. <laughs> Maybe not Georgia State. Georgia State had a good year last year. Dude. South Carolina was terrible last year. Yeah, they they're are. So they bad. they were, and it, it, they don't. I, mean, their I don't defense, see them getting much better. No, their defense should probably be about the same. Yep. Um, maybe a little bit better. And then you look at their offense, they're going to start Holinsky. And I feel like he just lost a lot of confidence. He got banged up last year. Does How do you fix that this year? Like, How do you fix the confidence issue when you're talking about there's not a break in the schedule? Yeah. Uh, Well, the the thing that usually keeps South Carolina competitive is their defense and And Will Muschamp. But their defense was 11th in total defense in the SEC and they're 12th in passing yards and 12th in rushing yards. Yeah, and they have no take. They have they had 17 takeaways, which is down from what they normally have. Yeah, like their takeaways are usually what get them through. And, And their their three best defenders in the front seven are are gone. Yeah, Ken Law was a first rounder. D.J. wantham and T.J. Brunson are are all gone now. They're, their their secondary is pretty good. They're young last year. Right. Um, J.C. Horn, Jamie Robinson, and Israel. I can't say his last name. <laughs> something. Um. I'm not taking a guess. You got it. Yes. It, it, Israel. Something. He, he was. He had four interceptions. I think last year. Um. But they're pretty good. But Jawan Jennings toasted them for like 180 yards. Yeah. It is cool. going to be. Uh. When we're talking about just Tennessee versus south carolina you do have to replace your your leading playmaker in the mm-hmm. game um they do return theirs but i think over half of his yards that's was it, Shaw smith yeah SHI, on the on the first 75 play. yard yeah. touchdown on the first play <laughs> yeah. that that was i think a third of their total yards to the game yep. came on the first play of the game uh which i thought we were gonna lose i was very upset after that but i mean that's what's crazy is that, like you when we rolled into that game the first play you thought tennessee lost right there Oh yeah, and especially because you're talking about that—that was the game. Juwan Jennings technically started at quarterback. Whatever. Right. Yeah. So you didn't know who's going to play quarterback, and you weren't necessarily confident in anybody playing. Brian Maurer was out with a concussion it was a lot of question marks coming in that game. And then they score on the first play from scrimmage. You're like, yeah, uh, you could just go ahead and Mark turn off one. the lights yeah. and head on home. And I mean, credit to, to JT Shrout credit to, uh, Jared Garantano credit to the whole team. They bounced back and played really, really good football and, and won. And I mean, some of that goes to South Carolina was just not a good football team last year. No. Um, I think their two returning running backs combined for 290 yards last year. The two returners, so they're banking on a true freshman starting at running back. Yeah, yeah. Easter's Feen- gone. Dowd was gone, and I think uh, e- is it Edwards was he the other running yeah, back? Bri- no, Brian Edwards was the their leading receiver. Yeah, and he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. And I mean, it's a yeah, it's, a lot of question on the offensive on like the offensive side of the ball. Helensky, what what's gonna and and does Helensky start because Colorado State's. Yeah. So Mike Bobo takes Mike over Bogo. as OC and their starting quarterback comes over. I've got to imagine it's Holinsky, but I mean, I don't think it's a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's a fair question to ask. I mean, nothing in Holinsky's game really impressed me. And no. that had a lot to do with his offensive line it was absolutely terrible. And, and they don't get better this year. <laughs> no, I mean, they, I think they return four out of five. Yeah. I mean, it's, but still like they, they were bad last but year. But yeah, it's not, <laughs> like they're, it's not like they were like missing a few pieces. I mean, Tennessee's pass rush was very underwhelming and. They had no problem getting to Konski, oh, yeah. so it. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't see this. Is it, Will Muschamp make it to the Tennessee game? Five games in, six games in. I don't know. <laughs> oh well, I mean, like you said, that they, they could be four and one when they get there. They could be. That that's what's crazy is they could be. I mean, they could legitimately win. What would we say, eight games, but finish in the same spot in the SEC East. Yeah, that's what's wild to me about it. Let's see. I, I'll count their. Pro- I'll count their definite win games. One, two. I don't even know if I don't think I can call Kentucky a different definite win or Missouri. (laughs) Yeah, three, four definite wins, and then probably so they they probably I'd say they're probably six and six at the most, right? Let's call Tennessee a swing game because I I just got to see stuff from Tennessee seven seven and five at best. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. But. That, that might be an, seven and five is enough to keep Muschamp around. Yeah, no I'm, doubt in my mind. But yeah, seven and five—that's that, going to be tough. When I don't think they can score very many points. No. no. And, and you're you're banking on you know two, you, you got two five-star defensive tackles in uh, Zach Pickens and Jordan Birch. Yeah, you're banking you're banking on a lot of freshmen that are going yeah. to. You want you need to be impact players. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's banking on a few uh, when you, when you look at the flip side of that. Tennessee's banking on a few to be. Um, I don't even know if the impact players just to be able to play. Really? Yeah, to, so, to provide some depth. yeah. But these guys need to, like, perform. They're hoping they come in. I mean, they have marked Marshawn Lloyd as a starter on yeah. the offensive side of the wall. I mean, they're – I guess South Carolina hasn't, but every South Carolina outlet, every beat rider has marked Marshawn Lloyd as a starting running back. Yeah. Yeah, it's going it, to – That's a lot of questions. It's going to be interesting. I think Tennessee's offensive line has their way with South Carolina. Um, I, I just – you know, Kim Law was their best – And he had one tackle against Tennessee. Right, Um, Wanam I think had three. Yeah, (laughs) Brunson Brunson had ten. So, you know, Tennessee just dominated through the air that game. Yeah, um, and kind of, I look for Jim Chaney to to do the same thing as you know you want to attack that front seven that's pretty weak, but you had your way with those DBs last year. I, I think you do a lot of the same stuff. I hope so. Until, and, until they stop it, and then you can run the ball down the throat. Right, and it's going to be tough to attack him in the same way you did last year. You, you talk about losing Juwan and, and Callaway, both yeah. both of those guys who had sure. touchdowns in that game. Um, so you, you are going to have to attack him differently probably, or, or at least to start the game. Um, but you kind of hope Palmer is able to do something similar. You talk about the speed of Jalen Hyatt. That was one thing Marquise Callaway did really well, was he got in um, got in behind him. So I yeah. hope, hope – Hope speed can – and there's plenty. There's more there's more speed than just Jalen Hyatt, but he's the probably the most flat. And speed, the good thing about speed. South Carolina is, you know, with Muschamp being a defensive-minded guy, they're going to send people all the time. Oh, yeah. And so they're playing a lot of man. Right. And, and so if you're able to, to beat one guy, you're probably gone. Right. I mean, Chai Smith, perfect example, gone. 75 yards. <laughs> Dude, I about cried. That was, that was rough. I was so excited about – even the re when I rewatched it I was like, Man, that sucks. And that douchebag was sitting in front of me too. And he like he he was a douchebag before the game even started mm-hmm. and turned around and said something. And I was I couldn't talk trash yet. <laughs> I was like I saved it though, as soon as we as soon as it was clear we were winning, I started running my mouth. I, I like, haven't even sent my beer yet. They're already up seven <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I think that was the game I spilled a guy's beer. That was very upsetting. I had to buy a guy a twelve dollar beer. That's Dude, so sad. does does Mike Bobo? Does he turn around in offense? Hell no! I don't think so either. No, did Mike did Buscham just like bring somebody in hoping like I just got to change something so I don't get fired? <laughs> do, do you think that's what it was? I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's a good old boys club. That's that's the. Well, that's the bottom line. He's got SEC connections. He's probably friends with Muschamp. Like, and, and Will friends should know that offense like the back of his hand. So yeah, that's I mean, true. I mean that's should that. provide p- plenty of uh, insight to that. Right, yeah. You're right. I dude, I don't know. I don't understand that Mike Bobo hire I, I'm glad I, we did. I don't think I entirely I wanted to keep Tracy Rocker, let's be clear about that. But I don't know if I understand like hiring him away. I think they paid him more. I don't really get that. Like, do you go and try to hire someone who is a who's done decent? at another SEC school that beat you last year? It's, a, it's just a weird yeah, move. I And a, and for Tracy Rocker, he was going home. I get him going there. Like I'd probably do the same mm-hmm. thing. But I don't know, from a must champ, like it, if you go and read a bunch of South Carolina coverage right now, it's like, oh, there's a big hire in getting Tracy Rocker this year. It's like, how big was it? I mean, it's a good hire, I guess. But how big of a hire is it? Right. Is it impactful? I don't, no. I don't know about that. Probably not. And, you know, it, it's... If it's not recruiting, like how impactful really can you be as an offensive yeah. line coach? <laughs> and I don't know who who like I don't know what happened to their previous one. Did he leave? Did they fire him? I guess that's my biggest question. Yeah, I don't know because I, if he if he got fired, I yeah, I one hundred percent don't understand. If he left it, I understand the Tracy Rocker hire. Mm-hmm. But I, so I guess it really just depends on the situation before it. Yep. Other than that, I, I don't know. So I, I do know what Pruitt's gonna do. That uh, Uh he, Blitz all night? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I actually wrote that down. <laughs> look, look. We blitz all night. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I 100%. mean, with with Helensky and that terrible offensive line, I think you just go get him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you just roll him. see not mobile enough to. Yeah. To... I feel bad for the kid because he got annihilated last year. Yeah. But, hey, you signed up for that. Yeah, you're the one who you, – you willingly walked into Neyland, all right? Yeah, you're on the West Coast and went to the East Coast to get obliterated, so that's yeah. on you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I – man, I just don't. It, I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions for Tennessee coming into this game, mm-hmm. but looking at every, everything we know as of today about South Carolina, and that's the good thing about we get we get to cover this. Uh, that's why I want to do this. We get to talk about South Carolina. South Carolina early on, and we'll find out how wrong we were. Yeah. Um, but everything we know about South Carolina right now, I just don't see Tennessee losing to them. If if they do, I mean, you're going to be asking about what Jeremy Pruitt's about. Because you should know plenty about your team by that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think the good thing about doing these previews right now is, like, no one's going to remember in September when we play them. Yeah. Or is October. Is it September? Uh, I think it's first like first, second week of October. Yeah, October. No one's going to remember. Oh, that those guys are idiots. Yeah, they're not going to remember that. Well, they remember for Roth though cuz that's what's really important. <laughs> Probably not. So, it's a losing. I mean. Oh, well. Um yeah, don't, I, don't get the blame, don't get the credit. Okay, so Tennessee going into let me let me read off their schedule. Oh, well, okay. Let's go to South Carolina first. What what's their record coming into this game? Um So, they have five games. They have five games. It's uh they're two out of conference and then it's uh Kentucky, Missouri, Missouri, Florida. I think Missouri, Kentucky, Florida. I think three and two, three and two. I think that's a, um, I think that's a safe bet. But I think I'm gonna go on the high end because I, I don't know. If if you're on the hot seat and they know their coach is on the hot seat, you're gonna play a little bit harder, right? You would think. You would think, especially early on in the year when like it, both teams are kind of figuring everything out. Yep. Missouri is gonna be trying to figure stuff out. Kentucky. They they might have a little bit figured out, but they also lost quite a bit too. Especially when you are talking about, there's still going to be a <laughs> lot of questions at quarterback. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You said three and two. I'm gonna I'm just gonna for the sake of argument. I'm gonna go on the high end of that and go four and one. I think they're only lost to Florida coming into the Tennessee game. Yeah, I would say Kentucky, Florida. Okay. Yeah, that, that's right. what I would say their two losses would be too. And dude, if, if I pick three and two, if Missouri beat them, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked. No, I wouldn't be, because I mean, at that point, it's probably you're probably just controlling the game, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, where do you see him finishing then? Yeah, you have him three and two going to Tennessee. Um, so I have them. Um, that'll be three and three. Mm. I'll go five and seven. I got them five and seven. I looked at their schedule. I looked at it earlier today, and I thought, oh, they yeah. can finish six and six, seven and five. Now I'm going five and seven. Yeah, I'm going. I'm After going. This. So you, you think talking four with you and about one it? and they only they only be Wofford. Well, I think it could be four and one. Yeah, cause well, okay. I guess I should say that. They're either gonna finish six and six or five and seven. If they beat Kentucky, six and six. If they don't beat Kentucky, five and seven. So that means their only wins would come over Vanderbilt and Walford in the second half of the season. Yeah, that's that's what I'm picking. So yeah, five and seven. Yeah. So seven. yeah, that I guess that Kentucky game will be that that hinge game, maybe I mean maybe a Kentucky win. I don't. Yeah, There's a Kentucky win. Ever Mo, like been like I've been a team like oh yeah we're good enough to do this. <laughs> yeah. Mo, we can beat anybody now. Right, conquer the world. Yeah, that's yeah that's not a great speech. Like oh, we, dude, John they beat Georgia. Playoffs. Was it the week before us? They beat Georgia. Two weeks before, three two weeks before us. Three weeks, I guess, because we had a bog on at Alabama. Yeah, what well, what was it? So they played Georgia. We had a ba Yeah, they, they, they played Florida and got. And yeah. got beat, and then they lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah For Georgia, win can't, dude. And can't I think that, Ge- that Georgia played so bad, and South Carolina played like their best game. Yeah, and they still won by three in, in double overtime. That I don't even know if it was celebrate. It was definitely celebrated as a win, but it was like nothing you could build on. I don't know. It was like, man, we played like crap. We barely, barely won. Yeah. No, it was a. Uh... I mean, Blankenship missed what? Two field goals in that game? Yeah. Goggle Dog never misses, two. Someone commented, cause you, you know, this you used the uh, the C-Mag as the the uh, countdown the other day and someone commented and said C-Mag over Blankenship. And I commented back and I was like all day every day <laughs> of the week. <laughs> every day of the week. Yeah, I know. So C-Mag what we, what C-Mag we, deserves the love. What we got next? We got a uh, let's talk about some some of these award watch lists. Okay. Yeah, so uh Henry Tootoo was added to the Bed and Eric award watch list. Um, that is awarded to the best defensive player in college football. Nice. He's a sophomore. I think he was one of only two sophomores, and the other was Derek Stingley Jr. at LSU. Nice. Which, Derek Stingley Jr., I heard in the national championship, did they not talk about like how he, Coach O promised his dad that they would – let him try offense after his freshman year. I'm pretty sure that's a – that's Well, then that can't, that can't happen now, right? Coach O's going to be like, you got drilled. <laughs> yeah. I mean oh, – Yeah, I think the, the kid stays over there. But. Yeah. And, and, I mean, the kid would kind of be dumb. To, oh, yeah, because he, he would have been – He probably would have been drafted in the first round if he came out this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, Henry Toototo making that list. I mean, dude, he is so valuable. To Tennessee's team, and he yeah. was so valuable last year as a true freshman. If we didn't have him, we would have struggled. Oh yeah, especially oh, when Daniel Petulli wasn't there. I mean, I guess we couldn't have struggled any more than we did. But right. Yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would have been a lot worse. But, um, and, and I think he's just as valuable, if not more, this season without Daniel. I, I would say more valuable this season yeah. than he was last year. And it, then, like you said, that's a lot because. You probably never find a consistent starter next to Batouli if you don't have no. If you don't have been rough, especially after Ignat and and Shannon Reed, which and Jeremy Banks, you know, they they could have maybe filled a void a little bit, but when they transferred, it was you were paper thin at that position, right? Um, Or when Banks got kicked off, but we don't talk about that. (laughs) Um, And then Eric Gray, it was named to the Doak Walker Award watch. Um, That's given to the college football's best running back. Just sophomore again, you know. We talked about this. These sophomores, man. This, this is proof that Jeremy Pruitt is getting the kind of talent in here that he needs to compete with. Yeah. Georgia, Florida, Alabama. No, hundred percent. I mean, you, pretty pretty hot. You know, obviously not only Tennessee's high on these 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 sophomores, um, but so are uh, so is the country. And and I mean, I don't think you know, I think there's all these questions when freshmen have really good seasons about sophomore slump. I don't even think you could really call Eric Gray like a breakout fresh I mean, if he has a sophomore slump, it's probably he just wasn't that great of a player because he only had two great games. Yeah. So hopefully he just builds off those, those you know, that kind of hype doesn't necessarily get to him. Um, and Toe, Toe could be the same way, but, man, I just – linebacker's is a little bit different than playing on the offensive side of the ball, so I'd be surprised if you see a drop off in his play. I mean, does he improve? I, think it's, I mean, it's going to be difficult to improve on how he played, but I think, yeah, the, only, I mean, I think the only area you probably ask him to improve is getting into the backfield. Yeah, and no, I just think just learning because he he was just kind of thrown in there. He wasn't an early enrollee, so he just had to like um, adapt right. to to the speed of the game. Trauma and, fire. And, yeah, um, and he had seventy two tackles, five for for loss, um, a half a sack, and then a fumble recovery. I think he was third on the on the team list, wasn't he for tackles? Something it was it. Like um, I think Batuli was the leader. Batuli and. Was Nigel Warrior next? I, I don't know about next, but I'd say he was on that list. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, he might have been second then. Second? Maybe. Yeah, it, it would have been one of those two, I, I would guess, probably. The, uh, what was going to say? Oh, was Trey Smith named to a watch list? So he was named, um, so Phil Steele uh-huh. came out with his uh, preseason All-American uh, list, and Trey look Smith look. was on that. And then Tennessee had, had a couple of, I think they had eight. On his all SEC yeah. teams, was Cade May's name to an All American watch list or just a? I think All-SEC? he was. He named was All American. All American. I don't. Him. I don't remember which list it was, but I think he was. He was on there. Toto led the team in tackles. He had set in total tackles seventy two. Daniel Batuti had sixty nine. Nodreway had sixty, and solo Daniel Batuti led. Okay, and Henry, Henry Toto was third, in solo. That's according to sports referencecom dot which okay. is where I get all my stats. <laughs> it's the best one, <laughs> according to me. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I just when's the last time we had some of those players on that list? It had to be like two thousand sixteen, right? I, I would guess the last last guys on that list. The last guy on that list might have been Agent. Maybe the watch list. Uh, I could see uh, Reeves Mabin making the watch list, but my safe bets: uh, Austin Johnson. Alexander Johnson oh, no, Austin yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Alexander Johnson. So, Man. yeah. That's crazy. Well, best defensive I mean, player, Derek Barnett, would probably be on that list. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 I was thinking he was – yeah, I guess he but was there the year. Running back, years. Jalen Hurd and J- – Jalen Hurd maybe. I don't know if I could see Alvin Kamara being on that going into his junior year. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, Jalen Hurd probably would have been on it. Preseason watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I maybe maybe John Kelly on the preseason watch list. Yeah, I could maybe I can look that up real quick. I, I'd say so. I don't know. Um, we had a question about Florida, and uh, before we answer it, we'll, we'll answer it real quick. Um, just quickly, but we actually did an entire preview on Tennessee Florida, and we, we also kind of preview, um, Florida. Then our our entire preview because we're a Tennessee podcast is based around like the Tennessee Florida game, but we also talk about. Where we think Florida will finish and, and kind of where we expect them to be coming into the Tennessee game as well. So make sure you go check that out. But the question was um, preview predictions for Florida this season. Uh, I think we both kind of agreed they could be anywhere between eight and three, ten and one type deal this season. Probably where they're finishing and could be playing and could be playing in uh in Atlanta. Eight and four, you mean? Yeah, eight and four. Sorry. Okay. Not not sorry. I didn't mean eight and four. Then nine and three and. Uh, I, said, I think I said nine and two, not nine, nine and three. Yeah, eight and four. I guess anywhere between eight and four and and ten and ten and, uh, ten and two. Is what I guess okay. what I was saying. not ten and one. I was playing like eleven games for some reason. Yeah, so probably okay. So probably nine anywhere between nine and eleven wins. Okay. I think is where they should be. Yep, I misspoke. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think this is a. It's. I wanted Tennessee to be in Atlanta, and I don't think it's impossible. But I think the two teams that are probably going to be in Atlanta right now are Georgia or Florida. Uh, Josh Pruitt says Banks is back. Um, I think he's he's always been. I'm, I'm gonna. He's on, been en- 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 enrolled in class. He has been enrolled in class since he has been yeah. off, removed from the team. He that he's been enrolled in class. So nothing's changed as far as his enrollment status. Um, we have not been we have not heard if he's back. So yeah, is that, he, he's is that not a officially <laughs> back on the team. Yeah, they um, haven't at least they haven't announced it yet if he is. So. Right. Uh, um, I, hope, I hope. Well, well I think we 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 both think that he will be back. Um, I think there's a chance. I, I think there's going to have to be a lot of um, issues addressed. And, and I, so far, it kind of goes in the same thing as compliance. I, I will have questions if he does come back. But Jeremy Pruitt hasn't done anything for me to question where he stands and, and how he handles players this, this far. So I won't be like worried about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I think he's on... I, it's not the same thing as Jawan Jennings, but I, I think he'll have probably the a hard time getting back like right. Juwan James did. He'll have to do a bunch of stuff to actually get back. If he does it, I think he'll be back. If he doesn't, then obviously he will not. Right. Dude, is this real? I was trying to look up John Kelly, his, see if he was named to it. Apparently he led all UT running backs with 630 yards in 2016. He was the leading rusher on that team? There's no way. No, Josh Dolls probably had more than that. <laughs> Dude, what the crap? Let me. All right, now I'm now I'm like I'm 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 getting into a. Uh... <laughs> that's insane. If that's real, does anybody know if that's real? Comment if you if you, if that would be quite the trivia answer to get right because you're talking about. I know Jalen Hur was only on it for what five five games. Yeah. Still, I can see him rushing for 630 600. yards in five games. Um, Alvin Kamara and Josh Dobbs, and that would mean John Kelly was the leading rusher. That would be wild. Cause he probably didn't see any notable carries it's de- until. It's definitely not, um, an all-purpose yards, Because Kamara no, would, no, no. would blow. <laughs> he almost got that at Texas A&M. Yeah. It, said, it said rushing yards. Okay, it said rushing yards. So that's seventeen. Okay, that was his most rushing yards. That's wild, dude. If that's real, that is wild. Golly. I don't know. Josh Pruitt says, give me your thoughts on our D-line this year. Um, w- Again, reviewed it, check it out on YouTube. We'll talk about it real quick, but yeah. I do want to tell you that like we, we did like a, I mean, we probably talked about it for 20 minutes, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. So definitely go check that out. Cause um, we, you know, we do, we do talk about it pretty extensively, but yeah, we'll give the rundown real quick. Yeah. The, the D-line, I, I think you just got to, you don't have, you know, a difference maker. You don't have a Javon Kinlaw. You don't have a Derek Barnett. Um, you you just got to build on what you did last year. They were improved last year. They're actually a a big surprise to everybody of how Mm -hmm. well they actually played. You just got to build on that. And, you know, hopefully you're able to figure stuff out on the past rushing position. But I think these guys are going to be, you know, expected to get to the quarterback too. Yeah. And, and we talk about their, uh, how there's way more experience than there was last year. And, was it seven seniors? I always get this wrong. Seven seniors, seven seniors yeah. on this team. I mean, there should be plenty of depth, plenty of uh, plenty of leadership, and, and high expectations. And then there's gonna be some young guys, more, probably more talented young guys that that should help you out as well. Yep. So, uh, Josh Kelly did lead all. You're right about Josh Dobbs being the leading rusher on the team. John Kelly was the leading rush, the leading running back. So how time. how many did Dobbs it's, have a thousand yards? Dobbs uh, he gained a thousand. He had 831 yards rushing. Okay. Um and then Alvin Kamara had just just under 600, and Jalen Hurts had almost 500 yards. So dang, yeah, in his I think five games, seven games, That's wild. seven games. Oh yeah, I forgot he returned for. So Josh said he's new to our page. He's gonna check it out. Yeah, check, dude, yeah, appreciate yeah we that. appreciate it. Go check it out. It's uh, I mean, I, I'm not not getting on to you for being new, <laughs> new <Cool>. guy, <laughs> new um, guy. But no, I mean, we, we, we did, and we we do go into depth when we preview these. So we encourage and we post those to Facebook, YouTube. Um, and Instagram so we encourage you guys to go check those out and because uh, we, we put them out for you all so yep. we, we want you all to check them out. we, we dive in dive into some depth where we, we dive in a little bit more because um, we have more time to talk about it, so. yep you want to get to some uh, what's what's us talk here? some team news yeah, some team news yeah because there's unfortunately I guess some, some bad news. Yeah, so um, I guess we we mentioned that you know some players tested positive mm-hmm. um, when they got back from Fourth of July. But, uh, I mean, you can't have hundreds of guys and just expect none of them to happen. Yeah, and a lot of them probably went home, too, so they're they're traveling. And yeah. the guys that are that, that are local and can drive, I'd say, traveled. And then some people probably went home with the guys that are local, and they probably went and hung out with friends. They're Look at the age they are. I mean, yeah. Adults went and hung out with their friends on July 4th. Yeah, you, you, uh, unfortunately, you can't keep these athletes in a bubble. I mean, that's just not the reality of it. So, it, it was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they're taking all the precautions, yeah. um, quarantining and everything like that. Right. It's probably, looking at the brow side of it, it's probably being taken more serious on campus now that somebody has actually tested positive. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> well, yeah, who knows. Um, but <laughs> yeah. we haven't heard a number either, so we don't know how many that is. It probably sounds like more than one or two, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. It sounds like it's probably more. Yeah. Um, I have it, not heard it, it of- said multiple at I think Austin Price said multiple athletes. Yeah, so so several several athletes probably plus uh there there were already two basketball players. Those basketball players are probably past quarantine now, um so they're probably back to kind of normal. But um it, you know hopefully this just hadn't spread yet. That's that's the hope and um because you know, right now I'd say the NCAA is looking closely at each and every team that has cases pop up and to see if it spreads, how quickly it spreads, or if it spreads at all. And that's gonna go in a way and or uh, that's gonna weigh in on the decision making process as far as the season goes. Yep. Um, and good news in team news is Urosh is back. back Urosh, on that was the last guy to return? Uh, or is Santiago I, I, I still? I don't think Vescovi's back yet. Still out in uh, Uruguay? Yeah. Um, but Urosh is back. it's good news. Love to have a big man back on campus. Yeah, a lot of people were... I think a lot of people were underwhelmed with Urosh. They thought he'd help a lot more. But, dude, we have to remember, this kid was... Basically a true freshman. He redshirted at at um, Arizona State, right, and then you know transfers to Tennessee. Um, so he was basically a redshirt freshman. And I, I do want to kind of remind you of the coach he's playing for now, and that's Rick Barnes, who Ricky can develop guys into you know something they players didn't even think they could be. Like look at Spawns when he came on campus, um, his. We'll go with his f- sophomore year. He averaged 11.7 minutes and averaged 2.2 points per game. Urosh last year as a redshirt freshman averaged 7.3 minutes and averaged 2.6 points per game. So actually had more points average more points than East Ponds and um, I understand that East Ponds had a, had a better team around him to, to score points but I, I, I think Urosh will be just fine by the time he's done. Look like Eve's pawns, 2.2 points per game. He was the defensive player of the year last year. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Mm-hmm. And could possibly get drafted here. In <laughs> right. Um, and, and, you know, unfortunately, rush just looked real lost last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game was just probably too fast for him. Hopefully with, uh, you know, playing a little bit more uh, at the college level now, the game slowed hopefully slowed down for him a little bit. Uh, and, that, and that potentially helps him out. Having a seven-footer to help protect the rim, even if it's not for the – you know 30 minutes of the game or whatever that helps a lot if he's in there for 10 15 minutes if you know he's been drastically improved and you're able to play him 20 minutes that helps a lot to have a guy in there that just makes people go away from the rim and having to score from the outside and, or, or having to to even when they drive the lane having to find creative ways to get to the basket having a set having a dude that's just a physical specimen in front of the rim is it's a it's a it's an effective tool to use, yeah. And you know, he hasn't been the only Tennessee player to look lost. I mean, John Fulkerson <laughs> looked lost for a right. couple years until he right put it all together this year and was a all SEC first teamer. Um, so I, I think let's let's let Rick Barnes do his job, right. Um, and I, I think Urosh will be just fine by the time he leaves Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, seven feet good lord, I mean, Grant Admiral. Fulgerson, Ponds, all undersized guys. At least this guy has some size. I mean, hopefully yeah. you can just work with that. Hopefully, hopefully so. That's that's my my hope. Um, that's all I got for team news. You got anything else? You want to get some of the recruiting news? Just yes. throw in some Let's stuff. Do it. This wasn't on the thing, but I think it, it needs to be talked about. So Tennessee, the the, the big news is five star point guard Kennedy Chandler out of Memphis. Um, who has Tennessee in his top five? Is trending toward Tennessee. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Kind of um, surprised. I just think getting that first five star in Josiah Jordan James, I think it put everybody on notice. Oh, Tennessee can recruit. Yeah, and so they they you know, and then we have success. Um, and then that leads to more five stars, and and then you see the development and getting guys to the NBA. I mean, that's. That's all you can ask for in a, in a program. And right. so for Kenny Chandler to be kind of a Tennessee guy, uh, I know he's big buddies with Mari Thomas, who is here for football. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that, that is an added bonus. And maybe mm. he's able to attract some more of those five-star. Maybe Harrison Ingram, Paolo Banchero comes with him. Who knows? I, mean, I wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think that's huge, especially, you know, we're looking at this year and the the guards we're just so – depleted at the guard position. And mm-hmm. now we can't get enough. Of them. <laughs> I I'd love some big men now. But yeah, right. I'll take I'll take the five star guards. I will. I'm not yeah. complaining. Mm-hmm. But uh I, I would love to I'd love to to maybe get some big men in there too. Especially some high rated big men. It'd be fun. I like I like the beef. Speaking of beef, um Where's the beef? Marius Mims. Oh yeah. That would be a big hit. Having Tennessee in his top six, um with Georgia, Florida State, Auburn, Alabama and who's the other one? Hey, hey, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah that that would be a huge thing. And you know I, I think it's it's gonna be a long shot. But hey, you're still in it. You're giving yourself a chance. Um, Cochrane, Georgia, not not too far away. Um, who does it say who is leading recruiters? It doesn't um, for Tennessee. I'm sure Brian Niedermeyer's probably on that. <laughs> I bet he has a hand in it. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Um. But, hey, if, if he's supposed to make his decision August 15th, so we got a month to sway him to, to Tennessee, it's going to be tough to keep Georgia and, and Alabama out of it. But I don't think, I don't think this one's going to be over until signing day. I say. I, no, I'd, I'd bet to. I, I mean, the commitment will definitely probably help one team. Uh, Especially, the other, there's going to be a lot of things open. If, if campuses open up where guys can visit, and I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but if it does, there's going to be a lot of, Movement and be like, oh, I need to reevaluate and you know go visit some places. And it could be something that really affects Tennessee too, because you yeah. had a lot of guys commit without visiting, yeah, places and and without visiting Tennessee. Yep. Um, who's the guy that's committing in July this this month? Mm-hmm. Who was it? I don't know. Peyton Page, know huh? Peyton Page, maybe. I don't know. I meant to ask about him, but now I don't even know who it is. So that's unfortunate. Oh well, but you know Jeremy Pruitt, he's one that will pull off a miracle, the unthinkable man. He he performs (laughs) miracles on National Signing Day. So the uh, uh, I went and watched a. I meant to send it to you. I'll send it to you. I don't know if you want to watch the full hour and fifteen minutes, but uh, he does. He does a full hour and fifteen minutes at a coaches conference uh, about split safety coverage, and it is hilarious how just calm, cool, collected. I mean, he is. There's no stuttering there's no, uh, there's a lot of ites. I, a ton of ite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where he's, he's talking to the, uh, to the coaches about football. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, he that's, doesn't bat an eye. That's awesome. He, he, media scares the absolute bejesus out of him. <laughs> talking to a bunch of football coaches, that's his life. That's all, that's, that's what he needs. That's, that's his, why that's we hired a Yeah. That's, that's what we needed. A guy that's just, I don't do media, but Hey, I know football. Okay. Right. Hard. Well, and what's really funny too is uh I was talking to Coach Winery over at Southwood, and I was I was telling him I was like you've probably already seen it, but I watched it the other day, and he was like yeah I did. And he's a funny thing is I, I don't know if it was mentioned in this video or if it was another video. He was apparently he stood up, and he's like he names off he's like Kirby and you know a bunch of other guys. He's like they won't tell you this stuff. He goes they, they think they got something special. He goes it, it ain't that everybody does it. it ain't that special. He's like I'm gonna show you what we do. He goes and we're still gonna beat you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, foot, that, that's just another – football is his life. Yeah. What do you say? Like, he, he was like, if, if I didn't – if I wasn't a football coach, I, that's the only thing I'm good at. I'd be homeless. <laughs> Uh Tennessee uh, had some lawbacker commits, also get some recognition. Uh, Terrence Lewis and Aaron Willis were both named to preseason All-American of all, the All-American list by Max Preps. Yep. Uh, Terrence Lewis there? was the first team, and I think Aaron Lewis – or Aaron, Aaron Willis was the second team. Gotcha. Um Nice. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Because,
0: I mean, that's, you know, we talked about the linebackers being depleted last year, okay. replacing them. Yep. That's what you got to do. For sure, for sure. Anything else? Team news? Um, That's that's all I got. What about Derek Henry and Son? Do you, have, do you know you what know his contract is? I think it's $50 million, $25.5 nice. So, five. I so think how long guaranteed. of a deal is it? Four years. I was about to say, it must have been a long deal. Yep. Nice. I, normally, I don't, I'm not a big fan of paying running backs that much money, but at the same time, when you got a good running back, don't let him go. So Yeah, that's... It's all right. When you have a great running back, you don't let him go. No, especially the, the one of his caliber. Yeah. Do not... He, he, you had to do it. Like, Who else were you going to give that money to? You weren't going to give it no. to... You didn't go get Tom. Corey Davis. <laughs> like, no. you, you had to give it. No. Uh, yeah, I thought that was... I mean, he, he basically... Ron Tannehill didn't have to pass a lot. In the playoffs, because Derek Henry just kind of had the team on right. his back the whole time. I think a lot of Titans fans were worried that uh, the Titans would, the organization would fumble this. And thankfully, they didn't. Yeah, I feel like the Titans organization is finally doing stuff correct. I mentioned it today on Twitter that you know they're they're doing well in the draft. They're not drafting Jake Locker and and guys like that. They're they're drafting quality guys. Yep. Um, they have a coach that. People just freaking love to death. Right. Um, And, and now they're keeping their, their best players. So if I'll he let said. Go so here's my question. Okay. Did uh did Vrabel say he would cut off his penis anytime he won a Super Bowl or was it just last year? I think it was just last year. Okay, I was going to say, that's a really stupid thing to say as a football coach or as a coach. You're yep. like, yeah, if I win the championship, I'm going to cut off my penis. Cause then you kind of put yourself in a really tough position. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then if you win, you're like, damn. Yeah, I would like not, you can't just win and celebrate and just have that. I wouldn't that, test the football gods. Yeah, that uh, that <laughs> cutting your penis off—that's that's always in the back of your mind, if, even if you win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's part of you, man. <laughs> I, I think you got. I think if if he said any time, I think he's got to do it if he ever wins a Super Bowl not, because th- there's not really going back from that. I, even I don't with, think I don't think you would science and technology. <laughs> I can't, there's there's really no going back from that. I just can't imagine the football gods letting you win another game after that. So if you don't cut off, yeah, that. if you say that then don't do it, I think his wife even said she would do it for him, which is very disturbing. <laughs> I think so she was, she's actually thought about this. before. Well, I think she was like, he doesn't use it anyways. So I think that was a joke. It's like I'll do it because he it's not like he gets any use out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah poor, poor guy. Yeah, he, he, at least he's got football in his life. <laughs> yeah, he's a football guy. <laughs> oh, man. we got any questions? Um, I know we, we, got we do have some. one. Chad Lane said, "Think the season will go on after the recent announcement of multiple athletes testing positive for COVID." I think we mentioned it kind of earlier in the show that we we think there'll be some kind of football, at least tried. Right. Because I, I think it, if there's money to be made, it's it's football. Um, so I I think it will be tried. Will it finish? I don't know. Will it start on time? I don't think so. But yeah. I think there will be some sort of se- season played out, whether it's conference only, whether it's whatever. I think the question is, let's see how, like, if it spreads. Because these guys got it probably not on campus. Mm-hmm. So let's see if it spreads when it's on campus. I think that's going to tell you a lot of what the, how the NCAA makes their decision. So yep. It looks like UT is planning on going back. They released a video of how the uh, – how the classrooms would look today. Orange County's going back too, so that's County's going back August seventeenth. What Blue's what cross. date were they supposed to go back? I think I think that's a week after. Okay, I so there's to go think, back that time. I think. Okay. Don't hold me to that. Up. That's that's what I thought. I thought it was a little bit later than what it was. Yeah. Got any more? That's all I got. That's all we got. Jumbotron. Jumbotron. Let's get into it. We uh we liked uh we liked the Will Ferrell, the Will Ferrell uh, favorite Will Ferrell movies last week so we're gonna kind of stay on the same topic here similar topic i guess adam sandler movies adam sandler movies which there's way too i hate the uh, same with will ferrell i guess you made me dwindle it down to three but um adam sandler man love that guy love that jew <laughs> he's great he's fantastic uh i'll go first happily go first my first one's billy madison it's a great one again it's just the quotable movies man they get me yeah big big quote quote guy uh, one of mine is, and it, I think this has to do with the staff or not the staff, the, the care, the other characters in it. Yeah. Um, what is that called? The sport supporting, supporting the cast. Supporting characters. The cast. Yeah. The cast. Supporting um, characters. Yeah. grownups. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's just a bunch of stars. Yeah. Of supporting cast. <laughs> yeah. i watch that movie. I think it's on Netflix right now or maybe Hulu. One of the other. It's so good. I always find oh, myself good. laughing. No matter. Like th- a lot of movies that I watch them over. And over again, I stop laughing. That's one of the movies that I, I can I always see. Like at. the Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler movies, the more I watch them, the more I laugh at. Yeah, because you the, pick up on stuff. Yeah, yeah, y- yeah. You get some or, or you like. Wait for this. Wait for this. <laughs> wait for this. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good one. Uh, My second one is Mr. Deeds, uh, underrated Adam Sandler movie, I think. But man, it is a fantastic. One I actually uh think it's on, it's on Netflix or Hulu One, and we watched it. This has been a couple weeks ago. I made Emily watch it. She would never seen it. She loved it. Thankfully, I was like, "This could be a turning point in our relationship." <laughs> <laughs> Better like it. Uh, my next one is the longest yard. Wow. Okay. Big long yard. Surprising. Guy. There's my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a lot of uh, longest yard fans necessarily. So that's a is there. Not fan. are you? Are you a longest yard fan? It's all right. I'm not a big fan of it, but it's all right. I don't hate it. You don't like the the kiss the guards thing? That's hilarious to me. <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a good movie, but I yeah when we talk about Adam Sandler movies, you know, I think what, a lot what's of, the what's the guy's name in it the the terrible player The terrible player um, um who Brucey is that yeah Brucey's the he's in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies he's yeah. in the uh, I watched uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry it's on Netflix a couple of weeks that's probably a couple funny. nights ago yeah that's pretty funny. and he's uh he's in that one I think he's kind of a similar gay character where he's like closeted and oh, okay. Yeah, Bruce, he's like, um Bruce, you go kick off. He's like, Bruce can't kick where the shit He's <laughs> like, I know, recover the ball. Uh my last one is Happy Gilmore. Classic. It's a good one. If you haven't play if you play golf, every time I play golf, I'm gonna quote someone I play with or myself is gonna quote Happy Gilmore at least once. <laughs> at least like minimum. Every every time you're in your backswing. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> um You took one of mine. I was either gonna go Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. But for the sake of this, I'll go I'll go Water Boy. That's a good one. You can't Waterboy is back. a good one. That that was uh that's probably my maybe my fourth or fifth. That's a that's a great one. It's we were actually talking about that. Was that last night, two nights ago? Wait, we we're quoting it. Go run a go run laps with Farmer Fran. <laughs> yeah, farmer friend of <laughs> yeah, that movie cracks me up. Dude, he's a heck of a special teams coach. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> It's the first black kicker in Southeast Louisiana state history. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a true fact, but I've I've got to imagine it's true. Did you watch know. Uncut Gems? I did, I did, and uh, what was it's funny so about weird. it? Weird, it was. What was hilarious about it? I'm such just an idiot. I was. Uh, I watched it and I was like, man, I just didn't like it that much. I didn't like the idiot I was like, I just don't. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna necessarily spoil it for you all. Um, if you haven't seen it, you need to go. I think you need to watch it because I, I I looked back and I was like I liked it because the only thing I didn't like about it was the ending. Yeah, that's true. And, and then a couple days later, I was I don't know who I was talking to. I was riding in the car and I was like, man, I want someone to write a movie where it ends just abruptly and makes no sense because I feel like so many movies have this uh, this nor- you know because it's the way a movie outline should be resolved. Like they present the problem solve or show how you solve the problem and solve the problem in sense. Like I want them to. Like they presented the problem, showed how you solve the problem. You thought they solved the problem and then didn't. And I was like, yeah. that's, that's, that's like, Uncut I, gems. I loved it. And they didn't only like, what well, was crazy. I guess what was crazy about them is they made it so much more interesting because they didn't only like not solve the problem. I guess what drove me nuts about it is they didn't only not solve the problem. They created an entirely different problem. Yep. And I'm like, what happens next? And, you know, you, you kind of want to know, and you never really find out. So. Yeah, they they thought they got the best yeah. of the problem, but they didn't. But there's another issue, too, because you're talking about, I guess it, this isn't spoiling it, you know he wins the bet. They they don't have the money yet. Mm-hmm. Or... Like, the money the, the most money is on its way back. you got to imagine those guys wanted that. Yep. So there's a whole other... I guess that's my biggest issue with it. But at the same time, I'm like, I wanted a movie like that, and I got it. Yep, <laughs> so... It was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was weird. Kevin uh, Kevin Garnett's not the greatest actor, but eh, sorry, right. he's not.
1: <laughs> but he, yeah.
0: he he got paid for it, so he he. I'm sure he got a nice payday. Was that a Netflix movie, or was it? It was a Netflix. It was yeah. okay. like it was originally released on Netflix. I think, See, I, I don't think even think it. I watched it for like the first year. Yeah, I, I did. Hour. I didn't watch it until like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that that was me probably a month ago now. Um, have you watched the Andy Samberg movie? I don't even know what it's called. Uh, Daddy's boy, or that's my boy. No, 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 the is, that's the Adam Sound movie, isn't it? Oh, that's what I thought you were talking. Andy, uh, Andy Sandberg. Sa- the new Andy Samberg. Oh no, no, I thought that's because he's he's in that's my boy. Is he? Yeah, he's the he's the boy. he's the boy. That's yeah. Andy Sandberg? Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, I did not know that. That is shocking. That's him, right? Oh, I'm thinking of uh, what movie am I thinking of? Little Nikki, Little That's that's the movie I'm thinking of. Is that it? Is that what it's called? Little Nikki? Who's Andy Samberg? Who's, who no, are you I'm, thinking of? No, I'm talking about Adam Sandler's movie. Hold on a second. I'll find it. But yeah, Andy that's... Samberg just released a new movie. Um, I think it's on Hulu. I think it's a Hulu movie. Uh, maybe it's not new. I don't know. I swear he's in it. Like someone was talking about the other day, how he's in a new movie. I'll look it up real quick. You want to get to... Uh yeah let going go stupidity cool. it's me for not knowing I'm not good with movies I like movies but I'm not good with them yeah so it's I'm, I'm the first stupidity I'll, I'll go ahead and do that that's my thing I'm, I'm already I'm doing my Avengers rewatch I'm gonna watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 tonight yeah so I'm flying through it my biggest problem with movies is I can't se- I can't always separate the actors from the movie like you know how a lot of people can be like oh they're in that movie and that movie and that movie I just see them like I watch the movie and I see them as like that character in that movie do you have IMDb the app. Yeah, that's like, uh, Emily. So that—that's why I, it drives Emily nuts. Because I'll be in a movie and I'm like, I know them from. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing. She's like, put your but phone yeah, that, down. That's, I'm like, that's, I, that's the I, best I gotta way to know. Learn. Yeah, that's the best way to learn, though. Uh Pop's—it's not Pop Star. Pop Star was uh, the dumbest movie ever, but funny. Did You're you ever about, it? Are you talking about Eurovision? Maybe. No, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> We we'll talked about that last week. That was a terrible movie. It's so bad. But it's no. like, it's one that it's on Netflix. You're like, oh, this is like in the top 10. I'm going to watch I it. I was thinking of Big Daddy. I was like, that's Andy Samberg. <laughs> <laughs> Big the kid. kid. Oh, <laughs> I was <no>. like, that's <laughs> that's Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's pretty we love, baby. i look up who it is. It is. Uh... Yeah, Cole Sprouse. Yep. That's pretty crazy. Yep. Like I guess they both play them. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's weird to me. Just like your parents can't let one kid have it. It's unfair. Yeah, it's like who's the full, better actor? It's like Full House. Yeah, with Michelle. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like a full like show. How like, many How many seasons did Full House have? I thought it was on forever. They They got Fuller House now on Netflix. Yeah, that I watched one season. It was the dumbest thing ever. I was like, oh, you know, I watched Full House all the time growing up. Yeah, like, this is dumb. Yeah, uh, so- Palm Springs is the new Andy Samberg movie. No, I'm seeing. I don't know what it's on. Apparently, it's pretty good. Hmm. I don't know. Um, no, the, uh, yeah, Big Daddy, when you said it was Andy Samberg and Big Daddy, I was like, my f***ing blow. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my boy. Okay. That's the two I confused, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's My Boy is a good movie, though. It's not a good, it's not the best Adam Sandler movie, but no, it's funny. It's all I'm looking for. Looking for comedy. Let's get the stupidity. I don't have a ton. Dude, have you seen? I can't. I don't think I can play the Burger King song on here because I'm sure it's. I'm sure there's a I license have, on it. Yes, you watched it? With the did you see the Chicago thing? Hmm. You, did you see like the Chicago thing, the census announcement? I didn't. The city of Gotham had a real difficult oh, challenge. Like One mayor. of the things that the mayor there did is he called out and he sent out the distress signal to Batman. So. We are doing something similar for the census. And I'm happy Shoot. to report. It's the to play Old Town Road. I'm calling out the census cowboy. I do to mute that. They, for the people that can't see this, they are now bringing out an actual person on a horse in the city of Chicago titled the census cowboy is his name. They're sending out the bat, the cowboy signal. I <laughs> don't I thought they were like actually gonna have Little Nas X come out, and I kind of thought so too at first. I was like, "Oh, that's good," but kinda... it's just a random guy on a horse, random dude. <laughs> what in the world? It's time to giddy up. Let's do this, Chicago. That's like, dude, like this world sh- has gone mad. Chicago and Cowboys. That doesn't even make sense. I'm just like Census Cowboy. That is that it? like maybe it has a, some kind of historical reference? I don't know. I've never heard of it. Did you like try to go on like a EDM artist uh name maker <laughs> and get <laughs> Census Cowboy and thought that was a great idea? I mean someone was like, uh we need a mascot for the census and they're like threw out probably some like pretty good ideas and they're like has to have alliteration. That's my only requirement. <laughs> <laughs> cowboy. Easy. <laughs> Not cocker spaniel or, <laughs> dude, it's incredible. Like I'm, I i do not think it has any historical context. I think they made it up, and that's the worst part of it all. Oh my god! Yeah, that's the dumbest thing ever. Um, so you're gonna, you're gonna like this, um, because I'm not saying community is bad, but there's a bad you, um, If you're hating on community, get no, out no, it. I'm not. But okay, it, all right. it's uh, Charlie Collier said the worst episode of Community is. You know, it, it's it's one and then a lot of zeros. Tom's better than the best episode of the office. Oh yeah, that's not true. I'm sorry. Yeah, I love Community. Yeah, yeah I, I I've watched it. And I, I've laughed. And yeah. It's funny. No. But yeah, that's 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 a bad take. No. I mean it. <clears throat> I don't even know. Like I haven't watched enough Community to say what the worst episode is. But I don't know what what's a, okay. So what's your worst episode of the Office? By the way, just let's let's play this. Game. Oh, it's uh, Scott's Tots. See, I love how awkward it is. I I love it. It (laughs) drives me insane. And I got you laptop batteries. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. They're lithium. (laughs) I know. It's so bad. I love it. It used to make me so awkward, but now I'm like, I wish I could have been in that room when it happened. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it would have been awesome. if It was real. Yeah, it's so cringe, though. I love it. I mean, I would hate to be, like, in an situation. I would not want to be in that (laughs) room. But... (laughs) <laughs> and I love when Stanley explains what's happening. <laughs> He's like, crap, you can't even get through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. See, I d I don't know. I don't know like what the worst episode of the office is. It probably has to do with like Nelly. That's my guess. Do you have any more stupidities? Uh, I think so. Hold on. You roll through this. Um I have a tweet for you, and this made me think of you. It's not a stupidity. Okay. Um but this girl said all my common sense leaves my body as soon as one of my friends says, you won't I feel that <laughs> <On a> Personal <laughs> you level, you do that to me all the time. <laughs> like no one else, you you, anybody you else need, like you won't, you need a challenge. man. Okay. I'm not going to do it. But anytime Caleb challenged me, it's like, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I had that kind of power. You, you just have that, that. I didn't know that your, your voice. It's just like, <laughs> I had I just found out I had that kind of power. That's nice. Yeah, no, nice. I probably shouldn't have admitted that. No, you probably shouldn't <laughs> That's a dangerous game you just played. Um, this is not a stupidity. I'm done with stupidity. Do you have any more? No, I'm, I'm good. Um. Wait, okay, hold on. I do have, like, kind of a stupidity. So, do you see where Cam Newton uh, and um, Bill Belichick? Not Bill Belichick. Offense coordinator. Mm. What's his name? Ry- Ryan? Ry- what is his name? Crap. Why'd you do this to me, Patriots offense coordinator? Anyways, he told him, I guess, like in a in a conversation that um, he just opened up a side of the playbook, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels that he ne- he didn't know existed, and everyone was like, oh, Cam Newton coming for uh, for uh, Tom Brady, blah blah. Okay, Tom Brady as of today is better than Cam Newton as a quarterback. Yeah, but that's fact that he did just open a side of the play or a part of the playbook he never knew. Cam Newton can do more things in the playbook than Tom Brady can. He that's can a ru- fact. He can run. He can, he can <laughs> not just run, get out of the pocket. He can move. <laughs> I'm like, that's a fact. And everyone's like, oh, I'm like, he didn't say he was better than Tom Brady. He said there's parts of the playbook now that were never used that can be used now. And hot take, Cam Newton's going to be more successful at New England than Tom Br- in one year than Tom Brady was. Ooh. Or let's say probably like what, the last... It's hard to say because Tom Brady won Super Bowls. That's the defining factor, unfortunately. Yeah. That's un- that's unfortunate. See, so you think like stats-wise? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It I see what's hard to say though is like I need Cam Newton to just buy in with every, like he he I know it's hard to say, don't argue with, you know, because maybe Cam Newton has some things that are right, but Bill Belichick knows what to do. Just trust him. Uh, just trust him. I'll say Cam Newton is more He's more physically gifted. There's zero doubt the in Right, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to say talented, but I kind of want to say talented. I think physically gifted is because, right like, right Because Because if you went, if you, you looked at both of these guys, you watched them warm up and everything like that, and you went up to him like, all right, Landon, who's your first pick? I'm going, I want I want one. I want yeah, that guy. I think <laughs> that's the physically gifted part, because when you talk yeah. about talent, you're probably going to mix in a lot of what they know and a lot of what they do. And I'm right. not saying Cam Newton doesn't know as much, if not more than Tom Brady, but that's not proven fact yet. Right. So, but the big thing is, like, what... And it's gonna. It takes a lot on Cam Newton too. You have to know where those guys are going to be in your progressions. But Tom Brady wasn't asked to make a lot of difficult throws in New England. If t- if Cam Newton can have that same kind of um, process, he's going to be better. There's yeah. no. There's no question about it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And especially when you talk about if defenses couldn't take away the freaking inside against New England this year, what are they going to do when they have to man up on him to be able to attack Cam Newton? What are they? What are they going to be able to do now to the slot? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah, I, I think. The reason that Tom Brady was so good is, like, he knew his limits. Yeah. And so he perfected everything else. Right. So, like, it, it it's tough to beat somebody like that. It, yeah. If they're perfect in, in what they do, that it's it's hard to beat them. Right. Um, but, I, I mean, Tom Brady's good, but I think Bill Belichick had a lot to do with that. Oh, yeah. And, and we'll and, and, find out. And me McDaniel. Yeah, we'll find out. That's true. We will. It'll be fun. I I, I agree, excited. though. Like I mean, we talk about the physical gifted part. Cam Newton's definitely more physically gifted than Tom Brady. So... I don't know. Cam Newton is a little bit ahead case. That's the only thing that scares me about him. Yeah, he, he's got health problems too. He does, yeah. He's, he's got to go on that uh, vegan diet, that Tom Brady vegan diet. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, and I don't know if it's like the number of hits he takes, but it, uh, there's always something like he was concussed. He had a, an ankle problem, an E problem. Like, there's. I don't know. If they can get everything figured out, I, I, without a doubt, think Cam Newton could win a Super Bowl in New England. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I'd agree. Um, this is not a stupidity. I forgot to mention it during team news. Uh, today, the NCAA Division One Council passed legislation effective August 1st that would allow teams to give need-based merit without counting it against a program scholarship total. This is big news for college baseball. It's big news for uh, a lot of sports that, that don't get to offer their full team scholarships. Yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge could help Tennessee a lot when you talk about a, a team that doesn't that you know is, is decently funded but not maybe funded as some of the top programs so yeah it's, it's good it's good for them um anything else that's all I got that's it that's all I got too guys I want to thank you all for uh hopping on the show with us again remember you can find this on Facebook YouTube Twitter uh you'll find parts of it on Instagram and uh you can uh you can always check us out on uh, any, anywhere you find your podcast on on Anchor um, specifically if you use iTunes, Spotify, Google Play whatever you use I use Spotify personally you use Spotify too don't you yep. um, big Spotify guy <laughs> uh, but yeah you can, whatever you use you can check it out so make sure you do that head on over to volunteerroadshow.com head on over to Twitter and follow us and volunteer roadshow and, and Facebook as well volunteer roadshow has a ton of great shows that have been added in just the last week as well so make sure you go check those out ton of content every day every night Follow along, guys. We're, I'm excited. I think football season's coming. I, I'm I'm being optimistic. Yeah, we're, we're preparing like it is anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Caleb said, go to Volunteer Show, Create your account. That, that gets you um, all our free content, um, all our news, everything like that. So go do that. Um, thanks for listening. Like, share this. We're bringing the boat in. And we out.